Happy Negro History Month. I'm sorry. African American History Month, guys. What's Gucci Nakuchi? It's Evan. Welcome back to Ev Talk. I'm a little bit under the weather, so my voice is going to be real smooth, if you can handle that. For this episode, we're going to be doing top 10 black people, in my opinion. Now, this spans no age, no time, no era. This is all of my top 10 favorite black people put into one. Yes, I know this list may get controversial. I promise you. I don't give a fuck about your opinions. <laughs> this is really based off what I feel. And I will and I will truly I will explain each one as it goes by. Starting off with number one. R. Kelly. Now listen to me. When I was young and I saw that Boondocks episode, I think it was like the second episode of the Boondocks that ever aired. No, it might have been the third one. I don't know. When I saw that Boondocks episode of R. Kelly being on trial for pissing on a girl, I thought that was the funniest shit in my life. And I was like fucking five or seven at that time. Boondocks was black history to me (laughs) in itself. And just to see him now, no, no, not to see him now. When I saw that, because I saw him, I saw him one time, like in real life. It was in Washington D.C. for a family reunion, and D.C. has his big train station. Like this, I mean, of course, it has a big train station. So at the train station, there's a Barnes and Noble, and at the Barnes and Noble, there's just a line full of people. And I'm thinking, like, oh fuck, we have to wait for a fucking train. These fucking people. So when we get to the when we end up going to the port to the to the area where everybody's just standing around and shit, you hear a nigga on the announcer, ladies and gentlemen, now signing for his book, R. Kelly, and then step in the name of love. <laughs> step in the name of love, and then that shit turns on. And the thing is, like this is like. All this, like, that event happens while we're coming up the stairs, like, while we're coming up the escalator. So, by the time we get on the escalator, it's going up. We're going up. We step on it. Ladies and gentlemen, R. Kelly. Then you people, all, you hear everybody fucking laugh, crying and, like, ex- excited, bro. I forgot, Washington, D.C., for those who don't know, people think Washington, D.C. is all white, all types of shit. No, that shit's in the hood. That The whole area is the hood. Because you forget... D.C. is a city-state, and that city-state happens to be in Maryland, bro. <laughs> Fucking Maryland. They ain't shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, people be surprised when they go to D.C. expecting to see a bunch of MAGA people, then they'll start seeing just droves, just fucking hordes of homeless people, homeless black people. No, D.C. is the hood, and this 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 exclamered it when I, when I walked into this bitch, because... I walk. We're, we at we at the top of the escalator. Next thing I hear, some big black, some fat black lady. Oh my gosh! It, it, it just it just. She was like, "Move out the way! I'm trying to see R. Kelly." And this bitch tried to audacity to push me, a six or seven year old future icon, me out the way to see some fucking child pisser, bro. Like it doesn't make any sense. Dude, this this this. This is just to show you how much niggas love R. Kelly. Like, but this is this is back in like 2007, 2005 or some shit. I don't know, way back then. 
So, my fucking chair keeps fucking squeaking, bro. Hold on. Let me just fucking ghetto. Anyway, so, when I say R. Kelly is top 10, I'm, I'm merely speaking about R. Kelly's voice. Because I've seen that show, Surviving R. Kelly, and to me, see, there's a thing. If people wanted to get it done, they would have gotten it done a long time ago. If people wanted, if people wanted him dead, if people wanted him in jail, they would have personally seen that shit through. But the thing is, people do not give a fuck. I give a fuck. I, I have empathy for what them, for what all them girls went through, and I'm I'm very sad to hear. Like, because I never, of course, you're my '99 baby. I never I never knew the fuck Aaliyah was. But when I when them heard them songs, I'm like, okay, yeah, she had bangers. For him to be fucking her in the back of his tour bus when this bitch is damn near 15, 16, and he's like 30 something. Dude. And when that when that homegirl walked in, when his backup singer walked in on them, dude. That should have been the time to kill this nigga. <laughs> that should have been the time to get this nigga arrested. But no, no, nobody wants to see. That's the thing. Black people, we support our own no matter what, bro. <laughs> we support our own because that also reminds me of a time when I don't remember that video a few months back when, okay, usual shit, a uh, black guy gets stopped by the cops and he gets pulled out of his car. But the thing is the cops saying, hey, man, I have to give you a ticket or I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to actually step out the car. Because you were speeding back there and you have a child in the back of the car. And of course the nigga says, Oh no, oh dude, I wasn't speeding, bro. You're lying. You're just trying to get me locked up. Next thing you know, he gets pulled out the car. Seven like three cops pull up because he's being super aggressive. And it gets put online and everybody's like, Free that, free that, free that young brother. Free free our brother, man. He's getting locked up. Cops out here doing this bullshit. At the same time, that nigga was going 130, 130 in the 45 with a kid in the back of the car. That's child endangerment. So the thing is, we will stick by our people with little to no proof. But then we had all the proof of this R. Kelly nigga. In fact, we had a fucking what? That shit was like a five year long trial. That shit was damn near seven year, uh, a very long trial. Because by the time the second trial came up, I forgot that was the first trial. <laughs> See, we stick by our people. But for me, bro, I'm just sticking by this nigga's voice. If you can, like, if someone could take out R. Kelly's voice and just make it, like, you know, a robot or some shit. If someone just take out his voice, rip out his throat, put it inside of a, a robot. I say they did they did that shit for a lion once they they dissected a lion, cut out his throat, put it through like a air like a like a blow dryer just to simulate a lion's roar. Do that with his voice, except make it automated. I guarantee you, we will never have to see that nigga ever again. All we gonna hear is his beautiful voice. I'm telling you, bro. Play same girl with Usher and R. Kelly, and you would never, bro. <laughs> this nigga has a voice of an angel and you're telling me he did all that shit that's a shame but that's still my top 10 though <laughs> he's still top 10 next up for number 9 
This will be a person we all know. Some of us might know. I know a few listeners already know who this man is. The impeccable James St. Patrick, a.k.a. Ghost. All right. I know what y'all thinking. This is not a real person. He's a TV character played by the nigga who tried to kiss Beyonce. And then JC was like, slowly roll, nigga. (laughs) But James St. Patrick, bro, when I think of a hustle, like, I'm, I said top 10 black people, and this is definitely top 10. Like, I'm saying, when I think of a hustle, I think of this boy Ghost, a.k.a. James St. Patrick, a.k.a. Tommy Egan's best friend, a.k.a. Um, Tasha's husband, all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, he, from the start of the show, he he had me hooked, bro. This nigga popped, popped the dude first sight. He, he makes sure... He makes sure his family gets his. He makes sure that they won't have to go to jail or anything like that. And I think that's that's what you need in a husband, bro. That's what you need in a husband. And that's what I'm trying to be. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to eat drug dude. I'm saying that I'm going to hustle for mines. And that when the time for hustling stops, all the money that I have collected over the years of me hustling, what well, we spent on a New York penthouse and a nightclub. <laughs> and that's what I mean by I'm going to get mines. Because he was making money and he was selling on the side. That's what I need. And that's what I want in my life. I want happiness. No stress. I don't, I don't want to sound like Tariq. Tariq is just... Tariq tried to, be a, tried to be a hood nigga in a white man's world. Manhattan, New York. A penthouse in Manhattan and you have to act like that. That's ridiculous and childish and stupid. But next up on the list. All right. Like I said, this list is controversial. And so these next few people will all be the same people. (laughs) Number seven, Puff Daddy. Number six, P. Diddy. Number eight, Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Sean Collins taking three spots. (laughs) So... Why I made Sean Combs fucking three people on this list, all right? You got to listen. You got to see it like this. One, Sean Combs, a.k.a. Pup Daddy, a.k.a. Diddy, a.k.a. P. Diddy, a.k.a. Pity. (laughs) How many freaking times he changed his name? It doesn't matter. He is what we seem to be one of the few black billionaires, if I'm if I'm being honest. And if it's clear to say, like he's being very successful. Like he started with his record company. He was a um what was he? He had he was a record CEO, but then like every t- I remember I remember that funny ass um Tupac line, like I'm not I forgot what line it was, but this thing is in every fucking video for his fucking rep. For everyone who's on his label, he's in the video. And I thought, bro, that's kind of lame. Like, not going to lie. <laughs> but he he made sure people, he got his money, bro. He made sure he had that record label. Then he had Ciroc. Did you forget he made Ciroc? I didn't. And Ciroc is a pretty good vodka, if I do say so myself. It's pretty fancy. Pretty good premium vodka. He he's made he's made his he's, bro. He, you can't tell me shit, bro. P Diddy is a black billionaire, and you you can't say that for most people. And that's a that's a very good black Negro History Month trait to have to be a black billionaire. 
And what else has he done? I mean, what he is. I even know I put him on this bitch three times. He's just been on here two times. About, I don't know, bro. I'm not that. I'm not that imaginative. I'm not that creative. My bad, guys. Okay, so he's just on here two times for a spot. Oh, he's gonna take up spot seven and eight. Spot six. Fuck. I have to make this one up on the spot. Who should be spot six? You know what? I'm just go down the list for spot six. Make it Martin Luther King. Fuck it. Happy Happy Black History Month. Martin Luther King. Now, we have all known the story of Brother Martin, or our friend Martin, to be exact. Now, the thing is, never meet your heroes. Never, never, um, how to say this, smoke and mirrors, per se. This is, is, is smoke and mirrors would be the thing I would say fits this the best. Because let me tell you this. Because they do a bunch of good stuff does not make them morally right or good. Now, this is a month celebrating our people. And if I could say, um, Martin Luther King would be the George Washington of our people. If this could be, everybody's not George Washington dick. But the thing is, George Washington had like, he had, oh my gosh, I just, I'm quick history lesson. I'm doing, I'm taking U.S. history and, he, and we just happened to go over this dude. And we had to read, and we had to read like fucking analysis articles about him and shit. So I, we, we basically know this nigga's whole life. This nigga Washington was born in a very wealthy family, right? And he had probably like, 200 to 300 slaves a year. Like, I'm not saying he got new ones every year. I'm saying, like, that he ranged from having 200 slaves to 300 slaves every year. And he was a dick. He was a dick to him, bro. Now, how this correlates with Martin Luther King? Martin Luther King was a very amazing man. He marched for, he marched for civil rights and all that stuff. Great. But what they didn't tell you is that this nigga cheated on his wife multiple times that's straight let him chill on his wife let him do him but the thing that didn't get me mad at him for cheating on his wife everybody cheats on their wife bro it's, it's it was the 1950s no one in no one in the 1950s was was loyal was a hundred percent loyal they did they did they did what they had to do basically the ladies the ladies did what they had to do they either they're they're at home or have receptionist jobs and the man were either at work or in the army or some shit like that. But this nigga, like the night before, it was an article. I want to make sure I have the right facts. Because this, this is, like I said, it's about to be very controversial. Quick typey type. Uh, Sorry about the long typing. I'm trying to get the, trying to make sure you guys have the best information, the right thing. Okay, so it is. This is this is uh, this, this is a situation where it is allegedly. Let's let's, let's all say that word again at once. Three, two, one. Allegedly, let's remember that word because that word is very important. See, the thing is, I didn't see him differently. Also, I was a nigga who wanted who didn't want to like have shitty bathrooms and like 
have to stand up on the bus. I'd be pissed if I stand up on the bus. Shout out Rosa Parks. She's actually on my list too. Shout out to her. She's she's up she's up there. She's tired of the Martin Luther King. Just let me tell you, I'm okay. He was just he was just a a hardworking brother. We all get that. Sealed FBI t- audio tapes alleged Martin Luther King had affairs with. Okay, I didn't I didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't know it was this much. Sorry, let's start over. Sealed FBI audio tapes alleged Martin Luther King Jr. had affairs with 40 women and watch while. Okay. This is the title, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. Watch while a friend allegedly raped a woman. Report claims. And this, and I read, and I, like, the thing is, I read about this, like, a few months ago. Not this exact article, but I read about it, like, not even a few months ago. Like, this is just one of them things, bro, because, oh, my gosh. Y'all have to watch this this Malcolm X documentary, Who Killed Killed Malcolm X, on Netflix. Because I'm telling you, bro. Like it's there's so many things in the black community that you understand why we don't share with y'all, <laughs> why we don't share with white people. <laughs> like it's there's so many things that we don't we don't like to share with y'all, but then Netflix likes to go ahead and <laughs> put it out there <laughs> because they think they're doing us a service. Fuck no, you're not doing us a service. You're just making money. Anyway. Documents describing FBI recordings allege Martin Luther King Jr. had affairs with forty women and watched as a as a watched on as a pastor. I didn't even know it was a pastor. I thought it was just a homie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This, this is this is this is shocking to me too. I didn't know it was. I thought it was just a homie that he watched as a woman in the 1960s. And the thing is, when I read this, it was like it was like days or weeks before his "I Have a Dream" speech. Like it was right in, I think it was in DC, because like it was that night. Oh my! It was the night. It was either the night before, allegedly, or the, like a, like a week before. The tapes were made part of the FBI surveillance project that began in 1955 and continued until King was assassinated in 1968, according to Stanford's Martin Luther King Jr. Research and Education Institute. The FBI was trying to gather negative information about King in hopes of using it to discredit him. <gasps> oh, shit. Former FBI director J. Edgar Hoover was personally motivated to bring down King, according to the Institute. See, they always trying to bring bring down a black man. I know I'm regardless of what I'm saying. I'm speaking facts. But they trying to bring, bring down a black man before he even did anything bad. That's crazy. That's crazy. See, now, see, now, this... Now he is a very influential person. Away from that part, uh, he's he is a very influential person. Paved ways. I now have a, a nice group of white friends who I hang out with. I know my friends in Lubbock are hanging out with nothing but white people, and I'm so proud of them. And I'm happy for what Mark Luther King did this, but at the same time, forty women, bro, with a wife. And I know his daughter's still around. He, because <laughs> the thing is, bro, you like when you get older, bro. If, I'm not saying my parents cheated on each other or some shit, but I'm saying like, you you know, like tendencies. You know the way people act around each other. You see it, so people can't hide it. You can't hide forty women, bro. You can't hide forty. It was if it was one woman forty, one woman forty times. That's different. If you cheat on one, if you cheat with one woman forty times. There's you can you can you can hide a pattern, but with forty different women, that's forty different 
patterns to study. <laughs> they all had different tendencies. They all like going out certain times. They all like doing stuff at certain times. But the thing was, usually, I mean, not usually, Martin Luther King was on the road for most of his shit. I mean, he was a pastor. So he was on the road doing speeches and rallies and marches. So you kind of see that's, I mean, black man cheating. Wow, that's top That's top 10 right there. Shout out to Martin Luther King for getting spot six. All right. <laughs> Number five, 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 five. Donald Glover. Now, the reason I put Donald Glover as my number five is, y'all know why. If you know me, y'all know I love his um, I love his um, art, or I love his I love the way he performs his art. He's an actor, comedian, songwriter, singer, rapper. The list goes on. I mean, people trying to say he's not the new Jamie Fox, but the thing is. That's exactly what Jimmy Fox was. He was a comedian. He was an actor. He was a writer. He was a singer. Jimmy Fox has the fucking voice of an angel, also. But Donald Glover can let that shit loose. He can let that shit fly, basically. Now, I started watching him. See, the thing that got me, that got me hooked on him, was I watched a show called Community, and he happened to be a character on it. And then he left fucking like five seasons. Like it was a good show. I fucking loved it. Kind of not the reason why I decided to go to community college, but the reason I kind of like didn't want to blow my brains out over it. <laughs> so he was a character named Troy, black quarterback, but he he fucked up his leg on the cake stand because he didn't want to because of the pressure or some shit. I can't relate to that. I don't feel pressure like that. But he was funny as fuck, and then he left his he left his show to go on his tour for his rapping, and then that took off. So that was a good thing. And then nigga was just some Lion King, bro. Nigga was nigga was Lando Calrissian, like bro. Every black kid that's like back then. If you're a nerdy black kid, I mean, I was like Lando Calrissian was like because you got two types of nerdy black kids. You got the ones who fu- three types actually. You got the ones who fuck with Lord of the Rings, which are technically not black. You're you're an outcast. You got the ones who fuck with Star Trek. You got the ones who fuck with Star Wars. Now, all Star Trek had was LeVar Burton and his fucking visors that didn't do shit. All the LeVar Burton's character was a blind black man on a starship cruiser. And his the thing that made him special was because he was blind, is they gave him a special visor to let him see. He had no fucking superpowers. That shit was lame. That shit was fucking mid. But with Star Wars, Leno Calrissian was a smooth motherfucker, bro. You can't. Leno Calrissian was a smooth dude. You saw the. You saw the way. Oh, he his shit was even Jericho. He had the fro picked out and shit. The fucking smooth mustache. The way he talked. You have some nerve coming up on this shit. God, bro. The way and his cape, he had a fucking cape, bro. I wish I had a cape like that. See, when I lose his weight, bro, I'm gonna be Linda Carlson for Halloween. And you're like, damn, this nigga Evan looks smooth as fuck. All right, on to number four, 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 four. What's up, guys? Before we get into today's show, I want to tell you about today's sponsors. They're called Anchor. Anchor is a free app that has helped me with my podcast, helped me get in my bag, and they'll help you get in yours too. So let me break it down the most simplest way possible. Anchor is a free app that lets you edit, 
record, distribute your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. They will send to places like Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where there's a podcast that can be heard, they will send it to. It's got everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You can even make money from your podcast, just like how I'm doing right now. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to the website, anchor.fm. I repeat, anchor.fm. Thank you so much, Anchor. Let's get on with the show. My bad, I didn't cut that segment right. <laughs> so you're going to begin number four, four, four right now. Person number four would be Dave Chappelle. I mean, dog, if you didn't grow up watching Chappelle's show, bro, you, you didn't. <laughs> My favorite, let me, let me just tell you how funny this nigga Dave Chappelle is. Like, people people hate him now for this whole, this whole, like, comedy thing he's been doing. I mean, he's been doing comedy for the longest time, but his last few comedy shits on Netflix, people have been hating on. But, I mean, they weren't the best, but he was just trying. He was he was just trying hard to do something. I don't know what he was doing, but let me tell you a skit from his his show, Chappelle Show. Now I'm telling you, if you don't watch it, if you haven't watched Chappelle Show, you're not black. I'm I'm so sorry, but that was black culture right there. That was Chappelle Show was basically what MTV was to white people. Like it's like it's culture for them. It's culture for us, because <laughs> he was the only one on TV. With, he was the only black person on TV with a show like that. And he was the only one that can get it for like three seasons and shit. So let me tell you about his skit where he was a blind black Ku Klux Klan member who didn't know he was black. His name was Clayton Bixby. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> Clayton Bixby, bro, because it was a it was in the documentary format where it was like we now take you to rural Alabama, where Clayton Bixby, a blind black Ku Klux Klan member, has taken to stardom and leadership. And it's funny because he's blind and black, but it's but he's like racist as fuck. He's like, where are the niggers at? <laughs> Do I smell? Oh my gosh! There's a funny part where his friend, who's also a member, who's white, but he doesn't tell him he's black. So he's like, so he's like, the the guy who's doing the interview is like, why don't you tell him that he's black? And the friend was like, well, he's done so much for the community. He's done so much for the clan. And if we tell him, he might kill himself. And this and, and Dave and Dave's in the car, still playing, still being um, Bixby, playing Bixby. He's in the car, and now the the car's surrounded by a bunch of. They're at the gas station, so they're at the gas station, and then it's surrounded by a bunch of like other like crazy rednecks. And so <laughs> the rednecks is like, "What you doing here, around here, darky?" And then this nigga Clayton, because he's blind, what? There's niggers around here. Get him. Beat that nigger up. <laughs> All the rednecks are so fucking confused. Oh my gosh. That shit was, I'm telling you, Dave Chappelle is the funniest. Oh my gosh. Dave Chappelle skit of when he is playing R. Kelly and there's an R. Kelly song and he calls it Piss on You. Huh? Bro, <laughs> I can't play music, but I'm about to find the lyrics and I'm just, I'm just going to sing it to you. <laughs> 
Um, I remember so many. Players want to play. Lovers want to love. <laughs> I say roll around, sitting on dubs. Can't lie, I was high on shrubs. <laughs> well, that's not that's not the right part. Um, haters want to hate. Lovers want to love. I don't even want none of the love. I want to piss on you. Yes, I do. I piss on you. I'll pee on you. <laughs> it's your body, your body. It's a porta potty. <laughs> when I pee, I kick. I'm gonna do karate on your body. <laughs> I'ma pee on you. Drip, drip, drip. Yes, I do. Pee on you. <laughs> Oh my god, hold on. You'll never feel quite the same when you get a whiff of my Hershey stains. <laughs> I wanna poop on you too. I want to pee in your food. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta visualize. He's doing this dress as R. Kelly in his R. Kelly bandana with a bunch of girls, and he just has a hose, a hose that's linked up to R. Kelly urine <laughs> to a to a giant like vat, like a giant like container, like a like probably a fifty gallon container is R. Kelly urine, <laughs> and then when he does the the the, the poop on you two shit, <laughs> he just has a bucket of like <laughs> of R. Kelly doo doo butter, bro. Oh my, I know it sounds childish and juvenile, but I'm telling you, bro, Dave Chappelle was iconic, and the reason why he's still around is because he's still iconic, bro. Like, like usually, bro, if you had a TV, if you were black and you had a TV show, and like the fucking 2000s like 2005 and you were and you had a tv show you would not be so famous now but people still recognize this nigga people still bro i was so sick when they canceled Chappelle's show I'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie bro oh my god what the fuck is wrong with me no quick water break sorry about that guys anyway like when you're growing up and you like He's still around because he's he's always been funny, bro. He's always had the punchlines, the cadence, dude. That's why he would take he would take the spot higher on my list. But I'm telling you, these these next three people are about to about to just blow you away. Number three on my list is Samuel L. Jackson. Now. What can I say about the baddest motherfucker in the game? What can I say about the main man, Samuel L. Jackson? English motherfucker, do you speak it? Look at the big brain on Brad. Fucking, you're telling me that not only did Samuel L. Jackson get his start off the amazing Quentin Tarantino film Pulp Fiction, which is a masterclass of art. It's confusing at first, but it's a masterclass of art. You gotta watch it twice just to get it. You don't. I mean, you can get you can get it in the first round, but you're telling me that fucking Mace Windu, the only black Jedi in the Star Wars universe, because Lando Calrissian was too cool to have a lightsaber, and that new Finn nigga and the new ones, that fucking nigger boy, bro. I don't like him, bro. He that was a I don't. I, that was just a waste of talent, bro. We'll, 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 we'll speak on that later on. But Mace Windu, bro. Samuel L. Jackson, nigga who also played Nick Fury. The reason, bro, Nick Fury is white. Let me let me tell you, Nick Fury was white. 
100% Caucasian. Probably, probably hated black people, if we're going to be honest, in the comic books. He was white. Samuel Jackson was the one person to change a whole character. Not, not really change a whole character, but like Samuel Jackson's portrayal of Nick Fury changed later on generations. Like that one fucking time in 2010 or some shit when his first, that first when he first came out as Nick Fury. Every comic book iteration after that, black, black and bald, black and bald with an eye patch, crazy, absolutely barnacles, just fucking nuts. Now, the final two on the list. The last eight were just, like, people who I thought were funny, influential, that type of shit. Now, the last two, I mean, even with Martin Luther King, the last two are, like, real deal, like, civil rights activists. I know that it's going to be corny because they're the usual ones, but for this reason, bro, like, you gotta understand why black people fuck with these people so much, bro, and I'm about to explain to you why. Number two on my list is Miss Rosa Louise Macaulay Parks, bro. Miss Rosa Parks. Let me tell you. When she said no to that white man because she was too tired to get up from that bus stop, bro. Like, let's be honest. She wasn't the first one to do that. Or she wasn't the first one to get arrested for that. Like, usually, usually it would just be like, uh, another person, a guy, a black. The, My name is Betis Loiseau. The fuck is that? I am the no, no, no. We can't have that. We cannot have that. No, nope, that's that's what we call flagging. Oh my gosh, bro. I'm sorry for being so unprofessional, guys. This podcast sucks ass. Oh my gosh. Anyway, she wasn't the first one to do it. Like there was another person, like nine months before her. I'm doing this all off the top of my head. That's um, I'm trying to remember. It was like nine months before her that it was like a Claudette Claudin, I think. Claudette Claudette was on a. It was either in Montgomery or some other fucking. It was probably Alabama. It must yeah, it must have been Alabama. So yeah, so like she wasn't the first person to do it, but like her doing that and just she just happened to do the right place, right time for the right message. Sorry, Maxbox Dusty. Anyway, so Miss Miss Rosa Parks, when she said no, that started a fucking movement, and it it's just you can't you can't put no flack on her name. Like looking at her mugshot, bro. Like I'm about not to pull up her mugshot. Look at her mugshot, bro. She's damn near close to doing the Crip sign <laughs> in her mugshot, like. She's doing that shit proudly, looking dead out the dead out the camera, bro. Like she, and the thing was, bro, she wasn't sitting in the whites only section, bro. Like, huh? I'm about to do, cause that's that's what I was. I took like a I took like a fucking like a black church tour, like so for my at my old church there was this um friendship friendship West is a mega church. Let me let me tell you. Mega churches are not churches; they're just daycares. I promise you that. So, with this mega church, when I was a young kid, we went to Memphis, and Memphis, and in Memphis, they had like this um black. They was it was basically where like a like a like a Negro history type of museum, 
and it's where I went to the place where Martin Luther King was shot, and then I went to the place where like I went to a plantation. Basically, I went to the plantation in a place Martin Luther King was shot. It it made me it made me like damn, we kind of got fucked over in the long run, but um, so I remember because when they had the bus, they had a recreation of her of the bus she was on, and it was like. She was sitting in the front row of the middle section of the bus to African Americans, and it's open to African Americans if it was if it was open. If seats were vacant, I mean, hold on. I mean, quick typey, quick typey, quick type. All right, found it, found it. I should be more prepared with this shit. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I'm giving you a shitty experience, but you're listening anyway. She was sitting in the front. I mean, in the front, usually you can sit there if it's like not if it's not packed or something. Hold on, dog. So she wasn't sitting in the whites only section. She was sitting in the front row of the middle section of the bus, open to African Americans if seats were vacant. After the whites only section filled in the subsequent stops. And a white man was left standing. The driver demanded that Parks and three others in the row leave their seats, while the other three eventually moved. Parks did not. So it turns out there was three bitches on that bus, and Rosa was the one that dropped her nuts. I don't, I don't see. I don't get that, bro. He's, he's going. I feel that. I feel that, bro. I'm. If I was tired, hold on. Actually, it says she wasn't because she was tired. Hold on. In her autobiography, Parks debunked the myth that she refused to vacate her seat because she was tired of her long day of work. I was not physically tired, she wrote, or no more tired than I usually was at the end of a working day. I was not old, although some people have an image of me as being an old then. I was 42. No, the only one, the one tired was, well, no, the only tired I was was tired of giving in. I fuck, oh my gosh, that hit me in the soul. I'm tired of giving in too, bro. Every time I go to school, I got to give in to these niggas to get some good grades, bro. It fucking sucks. But, yeah, Rosa Parks, bro, like, having her start something, just just the age of niggas being, saying no. Like, some people thought the civil rights kind of sparked off, sparked off different areas. Like, she was a catalyst. She was a, she was a spark plug for that shit. And now, for number two, or, no, sorry, number two. Number one, 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 one. My nigga Malcolm X, bro. That's right. You hear it here first. Malcolm X, man. Let me tell you, dog. This was, this is one of the first, this is, this is what I mean by, like, re- watch this Netflix documentary, bro. Like, we, we, like, there's, there's things in the community that some people cannot get. Like, for white people, we get every, we know everything about y'all communities, though. Y'all. Y'all like to have HOAs and shit. <laughs> Y'all like to have fucking groomed fucking purebred dogs and shit. We know about y'all stuff. But see, some stuff we gotta keep we gotta keep in the keep in the community. We gotta keep in the family. Not like not like not like how y'all keep y'all genes in your family with the incest stuff, but what I'm saying, bro. El Haji Malik El Shabazz, bro. Malcolm X, man. He was actually one of the like the only figures, the like black activist figures, to I respected. Martin Luther King, not really. He was peaceful, bro. I'm so I'm so sorry, bro. Fuck that peace shit. Fuck that peace. Fuck that being nice shit. No, 
we, we never needed that. During that time in the 1960s, when niggas was getting shot up, be, being beat up by fucking cops, being chewed on by dogs, fuck that peace, peace shit, bro. Niggas want to be peaceful and shit, think it's the best. No, bro. You got you to remember, bro, we're fucking humans, dog. We This earth has been around for two billion fucking years. I guarantee you nothing will change morally if we beat the fuck out some people who are trying to kill us. So when he said self-preservation, oh my gosh, hold on, let me, I'm not trying to butcher anything, but I'm trying to get like all of his fucking quotes, bro. Because he was, he was born in, he was, um, Malcolm X was born in Nebraska. I don't remember if it was Omaha or something else. Oh. <sighs> Quick little type, excuse me. All right, Malcolm X website. Ooh, that's nice. Ooh. Okay, okay. Let's see, Malcolm X. I fuck with his beer, bro. I always fuck with his beer. Like his beer and the and the glass and the horn rim glasses combo. But see that's that's what I needed, bro. But everything in black was he light skin, light skin? Everything in black and white back then, like you can tell visually if that flash hit you. If you were anything under like caramel, you would be light skin, but anything over like Moonlight, like midnight moon type shit, you will be dark skin. But hold on, his fucking quote about I'm so sorry, this I'm 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 making this up on the go. I'm not making it up as I go. I'm just I'm looking up the facts as I go, bro. I'm just going to tell you some of his quotes that like I'm telling you, none of Martin Luther King's quotes got me. Like Malcolm X's quotes got me. To be to be quite honest, bro. Let's see. Education is a passport to the future, for tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for it today. Shit. Hit me right in the chest. You can't separate peace from freedom because no one can be at peace unless he has his freedom. <laughs> this nigga spit bars. Oh. See, that's why, like, in um, the thing about Malcolm X, bro, is people called him a black radical. People called him a fucking almost damn near terrorist. People try to compare him to Hitler, <laughs> and it's and it, and it makes me laugh. Like, how is a person who wants to see his people strive act like Hitler? Because one thing first, Hitler was bitching because his economy wasn't shit. Hitler was bitching because he he wasn't getting a fair trade, and he wasn't. In, and don't forget, Hitler was Jewish. Hitler was an Orthodox Jew, wasn't he? I'm allegedly, I'm allegedly. Don't don't call me on that. But I thought Hitler was not an Orthodox Jew, but I thought he was in that area of where he grew up around. But for Malcolm X, bro, he just got tired of the bullshit. He's he just got tired of it, bro. He just got he, another. Oh my gosh. So. Why this man is number one is that not only was he fighting for, you know, kind of, he was, he was a, he was a more hardcore Malcolm X. Now the light, so his mentor, Malcolm X's mentor was the, the honorable. Now you have to say it every time. You cannot just say his name without putting the honorable first. His name was the honorable Elijah Muhammad, his uh, black Islam, black nation of Islam. And they're great people. See, the thing is, black Christians, eh. Black Nation of Islam, best people in the world. Black Israelites, which means they're black, the black Jews, 
Black Jews are just hateful, bro. They're just fucking hateful. But black Israelites, they are about truly peace. They want to keep everything in community. They want to uplift each other. Oh my god. The the best quote by this nigga, Malcolm X, bro. We didn't land on Prim wait. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock, my brothers and sisters. Plymouth Rock landed on us. You know what that means? Is that dude, we didn't ask for this shit. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> we didn't ask to get fucking beat up and whipped and shit and put in chains no like y'all came to us y'all grabbed us y'all took us if you have no critics you'll likely have no success i'll fuck with that but he malcolm x preached self-defense self-preservation and what he means with that he was like we'll we'll teach teach our young kids teach our black people about self-defense get them guns get them um i would say get teach them Karate, judo, and taijutsu. Make sure like all the banks are black owned. Make sure black owned businesses go well. Because if y'all don't fucking remember, remember the Oklahoma riots. Oh my gosh, bro! And I hate learning about I hate learning about that shit about the Oklahoma riots, where to be honest, bro, it was a black Wall Street. Black Wall Street was going on perfectly. People were. Happy. It was a black-owned business, black-owned neighborhood, black-owned city. Next thing you know, the poor white people from the town over want to be over. Want to go start bitching because apparently one black person killed or I don't even think no one died, bro. I think someone just got beat up or some shit. And next thing you know, a whole fucking almost damn near a whole state wants to come over and fuck up a whole black city, burning down, kill a bunch of people. And we just act like that shit never happened. Like this, this is this is this shit I be talking about, bro. Like black people, we have we have our own. So the reason the reason why niggas like R. Kelly have not been locked up is because we we need to ha- like let us let us put him in jail, let us kill him, <laughs> let us pull the trigger. The same thing happened with Malcolm X, bro. The same thing happened with Malcolm X. Someone within his group. Or within his old religious affiliations, or not with his mentors, the the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was a peaceful man. He was also a very um stout person for um bringing in um how you would say civil rights. He pushed a the nation of Islam out to everyone. He gave people identity. Like people would throw away their slave name, which basically means like my last name is Fielder. No niggas were named Field. No black niggas were named Fielder, bro. Like, that's not no fucking African name. That's not no black name. That's first off, Evans not no black name either. The fuck. So what he did was he was like, give yourself a new name under Allah. Assalamu alaikum. All, all that stuff. Assalamu alaikum to all my people, to all my Islamic people right now who are listening. Appreciate y'all. Y'all some good people. He gave people identity. He gave people new names. And when I say new names, you gave people their their rightfully chosen name under the Islamic State, which would be understand how Cassius Clay, people who don't know Cassius Clay, he got his he got his new name through Malcolm X, because when he was coming up, he just he was like, hey man, you can be you can be someone else. So Cassius Clay, he was like, Cassius Clay ain't no ain't no nigga name. My name is Muhammad Ali. That's how Muhammad Ali came, because of Malcolm X. So you understand why 
Malcolm X was also influential, also powerful. And when he was murdered, he was murdered because he was doing too much. It's because he was too powerful. He was getting too much traction. He, honestly, I'm going I'm, I'm to have to buy a book from this nigga, bro. Autobiography of 196. I never read a book that fucking old, though. Unless it was like, unless it was super old. But man, this man, Malcolm X, is my number one because he changed, he influenced Muhammad Ali. Now, the thing is, Muhammad Ali was the greatest. And he did all that under Islam and under um, a civil rights thing where he was like, hey, or when when Muhammad Ali declined to go to war to fight the Vietnam, and he said the he said the slickest shit I ever heard in my life, ain't no Viet Cong ever call me nigger. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh! When he said that shit, that had me fucking going bananas. Like that is true. That is true shit. I'm gonna go ahead and end it right now. I will probably make another episode out, probably detailing a bunch of extras from this episode. Um, if you guys want support, there's a donate button. Donate as little as 50 cents if you want to. Um, if you guys want to share, like, subscribe, go on Apple. You know what? As, as a matter of fact, go on Apple Podcasts, go on like this, five stars, give it a nice little rating, share it, tell your friends about it. Um, do you all happy Black History Month? And assalamu alaikum. So, like, come along.